Not sure when to DIY versus hiring a professional? In today's episode, we are looking at five critical pieces of tech that all businesses should have, as well as the pros and cons of DIY versus outsourcing. Sound like what you need? Then let's get started. Hey, and welcome to Mama Business, a workshop-style podcast that helps busy mamas like you navigate the highs and lows of managing a family and having a business dream too. I'm your host, Sarah Brumley. I'm a wife, mama to three, and a hobby blogger turned business growth specialist. It's my job every day to help mamas grow, scale, and thrive in the online business world without sacrificing their family lives. Each episode features real-life talk about home and business, coupled with actionable strategies you can implement immediately. No fluff necessary. So if you are ready to create a bigger impact at home and in business, you are in the right place. This is Mama Business. Right, let's jump into this topic. And it's one that I'm super excited about because it's a question directly from one of my followers on Facebook who has found that she is completely overwhelmed by the tech. So when I posed the question about which tech piece was most overwhelming, she came up with a list as well as the question, can you tell me which of these are worth doing myself versus which ones would be better to outsource? So today I'm answering that question with regard to what I believe are the five critical pieces of tech you should have in your business. Those five things are your website, email marketing platform, social media platforms, payment processor, and accounting software. Now I want you to note that I'm not talking about things like content or graphic creation, designing a course, or anything along those lines. I'll do that in a future episode. In this case though, I just want to talk about the actual programs you will be using to run your business and whether it's worth doing it yourself or outsourcing to somebody who is familiar with the actual use, design, or construction of that platform. The first platform we need to talk about is your website. And I'm front loading this one because if you only hear one thing in this episode today, I want it to be this. Your business needs a website. It needs a website because a website helps you gain credibility with search engines like YouTube, Google, and Pinterest. You need a website because it helps you gain credibility with your audience on social media platforms. You need a website because it's a platform you own and have complete control over. You need a website and I'm going to go into greater detail on a future episode, but I can't stress enough that so many of my clients have come to me complaining that they've lost a ton of sales because they have no website to direct their potential customers to. It's a real thing. And if you want to be taken seriously as a business owner, whether you have an online store or a brick and mortar store, you need a website. All right, so now that we got that out there, the question is, should you DIY your website or hire a professional? And I just like to say that the issue typically comes down to cost. Why? Because when you are just starting out, money can be tight and there's often not a lot of wiggle room for an expensive website build. I'd like to counter this idea with the fact that every successful business requires an initial investment, and the investment you put in will set you up for future success or struggle. Note that I didn't say failure, because you can start a business with no resources at all, DIY everything, and still be successful, but it will come with a lot of struggle along the way. Designing a website is more than just putting words on the screen and images on the page. It's a huge undertaking, and while you can use free or paid tutorials and courses to help you do it, it might not be the best use of your time as you start off in business. 
A professional website designer will be able to create a website that converts casual onlookers into paying clients and customers. He or she will be able to design it in a way where load time is quick, security precautions and accessibility measures are implemented, and the upkeep is minimal. A professional will also be able to optimize your website for search so that Google, YouTube, and other search platforms view it as a viable source. And you might say, but Sarah, you design websites, so of course you would say to have a professional do it. And it's true, I do. But I've also taught courses on how to DIY a website. And you know what I found? If you aren't really tech savvy, it ends up being a frustrating experience and nine times out of 10, you'll still reach out to a professional for part or all of the website build. So when it comes to DIY or hiring a professional for your website, I highly recommend investing in a professional for the design aspect. Once that's done, you can decide if you feel confident maintaining it or if you'll need to have somebody on standby if issues come up. Those decisions are totally up to you. The second platform to discuss is your email marketing software. And like a website, your email list is something you own and have complete control over. So you want to make sure it's working for you. As business owners get started, I believe setting up your email marketing software is fairly easy to DIY. The great thing is that there are amazing platforms like Flowdesk and ConvertKit that require little to no tech knowledge to get set up. So it isn't a huge learning curve. Plus, both of those platforms have great customer service that will help you if you need it. Of course, like anything, you can outsource this setup, but if you are tight on funds, DIY is perfectly acceptable. I do need to note that one of the things to consider is that you may need help integrating your email marketing software into your website content or sales platform, but this is something that I'd take as it comes, honestly, rather than outsourcing the entire process. And if you have an amazing website designer, they will likely be willing to help you with this. I definitely do it for my own clients. So just something to keep in mind. But I do believe email marketing can be something that you can DIY at least at the beginning. And that brings us to platform number three, which is social media. In general, outsourcing social media is pretty common. And I will say that if you run a large business with a huge following, you will likely need some support in running groups, pages, or all of your social media platforms. However, for personal brands that are just starting out, I believe that your social media platforms need to be centered around the personal touch. Like everything in business, your potential client or customer wants to know you and how you rise above the competition. Why should they trust you? Why should they give you their hard-earned dollar. That knowledge comes from building a relationship, and I personally don't think you can build relationships if someone else is doing the actual posting and engaging. And it's tricky, right? Because if you've deemed a social media platform as critical when it comes to attracting clients or customers, then you need to be consistent with it. This is where a lot of business owners get themselves into trouble and why you might need to implement some outside help in order to maintain that consistency. Because when business gets busy, you might not have the same amount of time to dedicate to that platform. But if you don't remain consistent, you can lose the potential income from future leads. So I really don't have a clear answer for you on this one. Ultimately, I believe that you should at least be involved in your social media platforms to some degree. What that looks like for your business is totally up to you. 
And that brings us to platform number four, which is your payment processor. If you are going to sell things online or elsewhere, you need to have a payment processor. And depending on your level of needs, the type of product or service you are selling and other factors, these payment processing platforms will differ from business to business. For the most part, this is something that you will want to set up and manage yourself. The reason for that is because you will need to connect bank accounts so that you can get paid as well as include tax information for that income. So I highly recommend doing this setup on this yourself just to keep that information private. Honestly, the setup process is pretty step-by-step and shouldn't feel overwhelming, but if it does feel overwhelming, I'd like to recommend that you choose a different platform, honestly. So if you're using one platform and it feels overwhelming to you, pick a different one because receiving payments shouldn't be complicated. Now, as far as integrating it into your website so that you actually receive payments from your products or services, this is another way that your web designer might be able to help you out. In our business, we definitely include this as part of our e-commerce website package, and any website designer you choose should be able to do the same. So for your payment processor, you can DIY the setup, but if you're struggling to get it implemented into your website, then definitely reach out to a web designer to help you. Last and finally, let's talk about accounting software. Like your website, accounting can be a time-consuming process with a huge learning curve, and if it's not done right, it can leave you in struggle mode for a long time. Personally, I've done my own accounting, and I've had an accountant, and just based on my own experience, I highly recommend getting an accountant or bookkeeper on board as soon as you can reasonably afford it. In the meantime, setting up your accounting software can, in some cases, be an okay strategy. QuickBooks is a good option for businesses, and I personally really like Wave apps as well for that purpose. I'll link both of those in the show notes just in case you're interested in looking at them. Either way, though, make sure that you set aside a little time each month to go over your reports and make sure that all of your transactions are categorized appropriately. Trust me, you do not want to get to tax time and have to wade through an entire year of transactions. At that point, you'll struggle to find somebody who can take on your accounting and you'll put yourself at risk for tax penalties and audits. When in doubt, I highly recommend leaving your accounting to the professionals. So we've detailed what I believe to be the five most critical pieces of technology for your business. First, your website. And while you can DIY this, it just makes so much business sense to invest in a professional. You and your business will thank you later. Secondly, your email marketing platform. This is totally DIYable, so don't hesitate to jump right in and get it set up. Third, social media platforms. Like I said, I recommend doing this yourself, and if you do decide to outsource part of it, make sure you stay involved. Four, payment processor. DIY the setup, and then make sure to have your website designer implement it into your sales platform. And five, accounting software. When in doubt, engage a professional. The last thing you want is a tax season nightmare. And now let's take some action. As you know by now, I'm a huge proponent of taking action because action is where the dreams turn into the reality. And that's why every Mama Business episode comes with action steps you can take immediately to up-level your mama life and business. Ideally, you'll take action on all of the things we've discussed today, but if you only have time for one, it's this. 
I want you to take a few minutes to consider these five things and determine how they are currently implemented within your business or if you need to implement them. Are you outsourcing something that you should be taking care of yourself? Are you DIYing something that you should be outsourcing? And of course, if you aren't quite sure, I'm happy to answer your questions. Tag or DM me on Instagram and let me know because I'm always here to cheer you on throughout this process of launching and growing your successful mama business. So have an amazing day and I cannot wait to chat again with you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Mama Business. If you liked the episode, please leave a review on the Apple Podcast app. It might seem like a little thing, but it makes a huge difference. And if you have any questions, want to request a podcast topic, or just want to connect, you can find me over on Instagram at Sarah L. Brumley. Remember, it is possible to have your family and your business dream too, as long as you know what to do and when to do it. This is Mama Business.